Dedicated missionary service returns a dividend of eternal joy, which extends throughout mortality and into eternity. I want it absolutely clear that I declared to the world in the most straightforward language I could summon that the Book of Mormon is true. True disciples of Jesus Christ are willing to stand out, speak up, and be different. If you're not a full-time missionary with a missionary badge pinned on your coat, now is the time to paint one on your heart. God has something unimaginable in mind for you personally and the church collectively. A marvelous work and a wonder. In this church, what we know will always trump what we do not know. Missionary work is an identifying feature of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Always has it been, ever shall it be. Let us be awake and not be wary of well-doing, for we are laying the foundation of a great work, even preparing for the return of the Savior. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mission Prep Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Jaron, and I am a return missionary. I'm just here to give a little advice to all of you who are preparing to serve your own mission. Serving a full-time mission is a really hard thing to do, as I am sure that you've all been told a million times. And so I just want to do what I can to give you guys some helpful insights that will hopefully help you feel a little bit more prepared and excited to serve a mission. And if you guys have any mission-related questions or if you want me to cover specific topics on here, you can get in touch with me either on the Instagram page or you can email me at missionpreppodcast at gmail.com. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about emotions and what they have to do with serving a mission. You know, as you go throughout normal everyday life, you are sure to experience any range of emotions. One moment you could feel happy or content, and the next you could feel completely anxious, worried, or even hopeless. These emotions and every other one that you could give a name to are just a part of life. And they are usually something that we like to give labels to as well. Like usually when we talk about our emotions, we like to think of them as either good or bad. I mean, everyone wants to feel peace or contentment and joy. I'm sure that if we had the choice, we would choose to feel all the quote-unquote good emotions all the time. No one wants to feel angry or sad or anxious. Those types of feelings just suck. They're miserable. But anyone who has a heartbeat should have their fair share of familiarity with all the above. And throw a pretty drastic lifestyle change into the mix, like a mission, and you might start to feel like your emotions are turning against you. And this is kind of what I wanted to touch on a little bit today. Before I talk about what your emotions have to do with serving a mission though, I want to emphasize just how important your emotions actually are, just in your everyday life. Especially in the gospel, we actually bank pretty hard on our emotions to come through for us. We tend to rely on them as our source of motivation for even living the gospel. If you were to ask anyone why they do certain things, most likely their response would be related to how it makes them feel. That is typically going to be our reward for pretty much anything we do, just the way it makes us feel inside. And we are constantly striving for feelings of accomplishment, peace, enlightenment, joy. So if you really think about it, our emotions seem to be an important aspect of pretty much every part of our lives. And they seem to be particularly important when it comes to the gospel. We are taught from a young age that more often than not, Heavenly Father speaks to us through our thoughts and our feelings. 
Our thoughts because those tend to lead to feelings and our feelings because they are powerful and rememberable. If you ever think about a past experience you had, maybe at church or in seminary or at EFI, most likely the part of it that's going to be the most rememberable to you is the way it made you feel. Our feelings are typically the only way that God can get through to us, really. So I would even say that our emotions are extremely important to God because that's his mode of communication to us. You could reason then that it is so crucial for us to learn how to regulate our emotions or another way to put it, process our emotions. Otherwise, they could disrupt our line of communication with the Heavenly Father. And Satan knows this all too well. For this reason, he'll do whatever he can to place those thoughts in your head that will lead you to feel like complete garbage. That is going to be a topic for another time though. Today, I want to help you guys learn how to see your emotions in a different light. And hopefully that will give you greater confidence and power in your everyday life, but more particularly as you do your missionary work. As members of the church, and especially as missionaries, I think we put way too much pressure on ourselves to feel the right things. We overanalyze the living crap out of how we are feeling, and too often, we mistakenly believe that if we are feeling crappy, then we must not have the Spirit with us, or we must not be close enough to God. So with this in mind, you have to get rid of the idea that your emotions are either good or bad. No more putting labels on them, guys. Sometimes they will just come and go as they please, and it's really unhelpful and honestly a complete waste of time to overanalyze them. Instead, you need to start seeing your feelings simply as information. If you're like me, you could be having a day that on paper is pretty much perfect. I mean, you're working hard and striving to do the right things and overcoming challenges, but inside you're feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. Now, wouldn't it just be silly to reason then that just because you aren't feeling good, that you aren't being directed by the spirit or that you don't have the spirit with you at all? I personally struggled with this a lot for the first little while on my mission. I had this expectation that because I was going about doing good all day, every day, for the most part, I would be feeling pretty good inside because the spirit would just feel so strong all the time. I got my reality check, however, when I realized just how much work missionary work really is. It definitely has its highs, don't get me wrong, but if you're a human like me and not a complete robot, then putting your feet to the ground and doing missionary work from 6.30 in the morning to 10.30 at night is going to leave you feeling pretty exhausted and maybe even a little bit stressed and anxious. So when this happens, don't freak out and think that this means you're doing something wrong or that you don't have the spirit. I mean, when I say this out loud, it sounds a bit ridiculous that I actually felt this way, but I'm willing to put money down when I say that a lot of missionaries feel this way. And I think it stems from the fact that as members of the church, we are taught that to be in touch with God, we need to be in touch with our feelings. Again, I would say this is a true statement, but at the same time, maybe we need to take it with a grain of salt. Most days, you're probably going to be feeling any plethora of emotions that range from homesickness, which, by the way, is a totally legitimate feeling to have as a new missionary, to tiredness. Again, that's legitimate for all missionaries. And these feelings can easily drown out feelings from the Holy Ghost. And maybe that's why we need to take time every day just to sit and ponder and study the scriptures so that we can set aside that time to get away from distractions and listen to God. Okay, so now that we know that our emotions are really just information and that they are neither good nor bad, we need to know what to do with them because for most, if not all of us, they seem to have a pretty tight grip on our lives. 
In order to understand how to do that though, we need to understand that whatever it is that we are feeling inside, it all started with a thought. Our thoughts are what drive our emotions. Now this probably isn't news to you, but have you ever taken a moment just to stop and realize how fast your brain is working all the time? It's constantly taking in massive amounts of information and processing what to do with it. And it can do this thousands of times within a split second. Knowing this, I would be willing to bet that most of you probably don't realize half of the thoughts that are floating around in your head all day. And if this is the case, then most likely you'll arrive at some type of feeling and you have no idea where it came from. Does this sound familiar? Have you ever wondered, how in the heck did I start feeling this way? I know that for me, this happens hundreds of times in a single day. Now, this relationship between thoughts and feelings might sound impossible to catch up with. And if you're thinking this, then you'd be right. If this weren't true, then you wouldn't be human. Now, you might be asking, well then, how am I supposed to regulate my emotions if I can have a hundred different thoughts within a span of a second? How in the world am I supposed to keep up with that? I can't just grab onto every single thought and decide whether to roll with it or throw it out. Now, if this does seem like an impossible task, it's honestly because it is, but that doesn't mean that we should give up hope. You may not always be able to be in control of what you are thinking, which means that you certainly will not always be in control of what you are feeling, but that isn't the point. The goal isn't to be in control, guys. The goal is to not let your emotions have control over you. You don't need to have complete control of them to do that. As a child of God, you're meant to be an agent to act, not one to be acted upon. And this is one of the great tests of life, to not allow circumstances that you have no control over to be in control of you. And I would definitely say that thoughts and feelings fall into this category. Don't go thinking now that because I've said all this that you don't have any control of what you think or feel because you have a lot more than you might think. The point I am trying to make is that there is no reason to hyperventilate if you aren't feeling what you want or expect to feel in a certain situation. Sure, there are emotions that we will experience that are very unpleasant, but they won't kill you, so there's no reason to fear them. It's not about preventing it, but about successfully processing it and allowing it to run its course without causing you to spiral and shut down. I myself, by the way, am all too familiar with this. But as a missionary, you have really important things to do. You're going to have goals and you'll have aspirations and you'll have a vision of what you want to accomplish and become. And you can't let your emotions get in the way of that. Again, you don't do that by trying to fight away all emotions that you don't want to feel. You do that by seeing them in a new light. And this all comes down to thinking deliberately about this. And for those of you who aren't too familiar with the word deliberate, let me fill you in a little bit on what it means. Doing something deliberately means you do it consciously and intentionally. So if we were to apply it to what we are talking about today, this would mean intentionally picking and choosing what you think about. Guys, most people don't do this. In a world that is constantly throwing all sorts of information at us, it's becoming more and more difficult to think for ourselves. This is why it's probably more important than it ever has been to hear the Savior's command to look unto me in every thought. Doubt not, fear not, he says. President Nelson has said that there is nothing easy or automatic about becoming such powerful disciples. Our focus must be riveted on the Savior and his gospel. It is mentally rigorous to strive to look unto him in every thought, but when we do, our doubts and our fears flee. 
So if we want to gain power over our emotions and see them in a different light, we can't just go through life allowing our thoughts to just happen to us. When we do this, we can get caught in a vicious cycle of negative thoughts and feelings feeding each other to the point where we can feel completely hopeless about a situation. So instead of letting this happen, when you catch yourself feeling a negative emotion, talk yourself through it. You can do this by just taking a few breaths and reminding yourself that you're simply experiencing an emotion and that's okay. It's just information. It's okay if you aren't feeling what you want to and it doesn't need to determine the way you see the situation. You can tell yourself that you're going to choose to not let this affect what you do and what you choose to think from here on out. Then you can get back to your life and let the emotion run its course. Sometimes it can lug around for a while and that's okay. That's normal. It can take time for those feelings to flush out. Trying to fight them though and force yourself to feel something else immediately is only going to leave you feeling powerless and exhausted. And the truth is, is that you aren't powerless and you can do what you set out to do regardless of how you might be feeling inside. And like with all things, Jesus is our perfect example for this. Remember that the scriptures say that Jesus wept. Remember that it was said of him that he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Remember that even though people all around him were celebrating and praising him upon his final entry into the holy city, his soul was troubled. He was a man of emotion. He was passionate, and yet he was perfect. He experienced intense emotions, both good and bad, and yet he lived his life doing the Father's will and lifting up those around him. I imagine that he did this not by trying to fight his emotions and forcing himself to feel good inside, but by choosing to see things as they really are and accepting the fact that he was a mortal being and that dealing with negative emotions are just a part of life. So as you guys prepare for your mission and as you are out in the field, don't freak out when you feel some anxiety or homesickness or sadness. Yes, these things happen even when you are on the Lord's errand. Yes, they happen even when you have the Spirit with you, but you have the ability to sift through all the crud and to hear his voice and feel God's love. I promise that you can do it. Thank you guys for joining me today. I hope this one was helpful for you. If it was, then please let other people know about it. If you don't want to share it directly with someone, then please just leave a rating and a review because that's going to be the best way for other preparing missionaries like yourself to find the podcast. And remember, as always, guys, you are awesome and you've got this. I'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.